Blog Talk Radio. Firefly Willows L.I.V.E. presents our live on-air call-in show. We're opening up the phone lines to our listeners for live on-air readings. Do you have a concern or is there a situation you'd like guidance with? Get your question ready and join us by calling one 646 716 5510 or by using the Skype button on the Firefly Willows LIVE show page at Blog Talk Radio after the show begins broadcasting. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us here today. My name is Hi C. I am one of the hosts here on Firefly Willows LIVE. Uh, I host a couple of shows, Revolution on the second Sundays and the Amethyst Oracle Divination with a Queer Twist on the second Tuesdays. I would invite you to check out those shows as well as all of the shows that we have here and you can do so by either going to our blog talk page where all of our shows are archived for you to listen to, uh, as well as on iTunes. You can do a quick search for either Firefly Willows or for the name of any of the shows. It'll pop right up and you can listen, download, or subscribe for your listening pleasure. You can find us on Facebook uh, if you just go to facebook.com slash fireflywillows. Uh, you may see there that we're actually in the process of rebranding ourselves a bit. We're just kind of trickling it out, but we're excited about the new name and the new uh, slogan and where that's going to take us as we move forward into the new year. So I would invite you to visit our Facebook page to like us there if you have any comments or questions about the show or any of the show's uh, you're welcome to leave those there as well. Uh, you can find out more information about me, HiC, by visiting my website at tarotbyhiC.net. Uh, you can email me, HiC, at tarotbyhiC.net, um, and I would be happy to uh, answer any questions you have, talk to you about setting up a private session, which I offer both in person if you're in the San Francisco Bay Area, as well as by Skype, FaceTime, or phone. So there's no distance that is unreachable with today's technology. Uh, and so I would welcome you to uh, inquire about that if you would like, or if you already know you want to set up a session, I'm happy to do that. Today is our monthly call-in show where you have a chance to receive a reading live on the air. We do this every month, the fourth Sunday of each month. We offer this opportunity for you to call in and get a reading with various of the 
hosts as well as guests, special guests, um, and oftentimes with different uh, tools, different techniques, different approaches, different styles. So uh, I would encourage you to check out some of those both in the archives as well as consider uh, checking these shows out in the future because they often will have different people as well as different types of readings that you can take advantage of. <clears throat> if you would like to get a reading today, you can connect in from the show page. Um, there's a Skype button there. Um, I think they now have like a direct connect button or something there that you can use. Or you can call in at 646-716-5510. Um, all of those methods will get you into the queue in order to receive a reading. <clears throat> Sorry. So uh, it looks like we do have someone who is already uh, waiting for a reading so let us go over to someone calling from area code 408. Are you there, caller, at area code 408? Hello? Hello? <laughs> All right. Well, if you're calling from area code 408 uh, and the first three numbers are 391, um, then I will come back to you in just a few minutes and see perhaps you were distracted or something. <clears throat> so I thought that we would start today by looking at um, something that's going on, which is uh, Venus trine Pluto. Uh, I am so sorry. That is so incorrect. Venus trine Jupiter. <laughs> Pluto is doing its own thing. Um, <clears throat> and two of the things that that really emphasizes right now are relationships and finances. So throughout the show, I'm going to pull a card or two for each of those uh, areas just to get some general guidance or understanding around how we can best utilize this, what we need to know right now in those areas, what we can be doing to be most effective, most successful in those areas. And I do just want to remind people, even if you're not listening to the show live, my belief, as with many other people, is whenever you hear a reading, that's when you need to hear it. So whether it's during the live show or whether it's two years from now, um, when you hear this, this is what you will need to hear. Sometimes there is very relevant information in any reading that we hear. There's always something for us. That's why we're hearing it in some way. Um, so, you know, readings with other people, there likely will be something in there that you need to hear as well, as well as when I pull cards for looking at the area of relationships, the area of finances, um, that will be what you need to hear at that time, whenever that is. So uh, we will do that uh, throughout the show as well. I'm going to try, uh, there's another caller here now in the queue, and so I'm going to go over and see uh, if we can connect with that person. This is someone calling from area code 650. Are you there, caller hello. in area? Oh, hello. Hello, uh, yes, hello. What's your name and where are you calling from? I'm David and uh, calling from San Mateo, California. Well, welcome, David. Nice to hear you here. <laughs> uh, is there something we can look at for you in a reading? Um, just, I don't know if you can do sort of a general thing because just things seem to be going nowhere. <laughs> so I don't know how you want to approach that. More along the lines of financial, I guess, which I guess is a very cliche thing to ask, but it's just... Um, just basically financial, like nothing's changing. So, What's the day and month of your birth? 
June 30th. One thing I will say, if you heard me just a minute ago, so Venus is trying Pluto right now. Uh, I keep saying that. Venus is trying <laughs> Jupiter right now. <clears throat> Apparently, I need to do some Pluto work because it keeps <laughs> coming into my head. Um, and with with that happening, there's a lot of energy right now that's very um, harmonious, very supportive of um, making progress, but also growing. You know, anytime Jupiter touches something, there is a sense that it's going to enlarge or it gives us additional luck, additional energy, Uh expansive energy for uh, making something happen, for getting things going, etc. So um, I would encourage you to really think about, especially today and and the next couple of days while that energy is really full, um, to uh, consider what it is that you can do to perhaps um, uh, plant some seeds for financial success. This is a really good time uh-huh. to do that. Kind of like Jupiter adds extra fertilizer to the soil, making things very, very fertile. Um, it's also a very relationship-wise, it's a very harmonious time to be able to reach out and get um, uh, compromise, agreement, et cetera, uh, or assistance, support from other people. So you might also think of people, relationships, et cetera, that could be part of that financial movement forward. And this is a really, really good time to be sending them a quick note, to be asking for something, um, which would then also play into the financial part of things. Uh, so, you know, there's there's a lot. And with Venus and, and Jupiter together, there's a lot about like pleasure. Um, and it's all about, it's almost like spend money and have fun. So it's, oh. it's when you approach people or, or when you're thinking about where to, to plant those seeds, then really think about what is it that would bring me most pleasure? What is it that would bring me most fun? Don't look at it so seriously, like, oh, this is business and I've got to be serious and I've got to focus on these really important matters and that kind of thing. They can become that. They can feed into that, but we start with the seed of fun and pleasure. That's what's going to really take root and is really going to feed into something thriving and becoming something more. Um, oh, that's awesome because that's actually how I approach such things because I don't, yeah, I don't treat whatever you want to call it business or just making money as, yeah, being a chore or something like that. I don't want to do anything whether it's an outright job or doing whatever as a chore. So that oh, that's really good. That times in with who I am. So. <laughs> uh, well, but but and but still think of some and and whether you want to like you know, whether it's reaching out and connecting with people, which of course is a really good thing to do during this particular time, um but you could also be doing some sort of intentional or magical work where you're also planting seeds that um mm-hmm. are infused with intention and energy around what it is that you want to grow. Uh, And, you know, you can do that by literally planting a seed that you've infused and the growing of that is going to be uh, indicative of as well as energetically supporting, growing whatever it is that you've set the intention in that for. It's kind of like saying as that little plant or that little seed grows, so will I see my finances or my business venture or whatever it is that you're putting intention into it, 
so will I also see that grow. Um, because having a plant to take care of is very interesting when we do money magic, I guess, um, because it means that we have to be just as disciplined and just as um, uh, attention-oriented towards taking care of that plant. And we can really see it's like if that plant, like let's say it started to grow, but now the leaves are starting to wither or whatever, and we have to say, oh, well, you know, I've just kind of forgotten to water it the past few days. Then we have to look at that and say, but then how have I forgotten to water, quote unquote, the um, financial intention or what I was doing towards creating or building my financial success? So having something physical like that that we're doing is actually a really good mirror so that we can say, oh, wait, okay, so if this plant that has the intention for my finances to grow is not doing so well, what does that plant need, which then goes over to what is it that I need to be doing on the finance side? So if it needs a little fertilizer, what can I do to fertilize what it is that I'm trying to grow financially? If it needs a little water, what am I doing to cultivate and do regular tending to um, the, the finance side of things? So that can be a really nice uh, thing to do today. Um, especially under this this trine, that would be a really nice thing to do is just get a little plant of some sort, even if it's just something you keep on your kitchen table or whatever, but just a little plant of some sort that you specifically put your financial intentions into so that as it grows, it will grow your your intention. But it also becomes the thing that you can tangibly, viscerally focus on and work with and also see what's happening and what do I need to do in order to um, move my financial intention along. <clears throat> um, so, uh, you know, and you can, I mean, you can put, if you had a little plant and a little thing with dirt and stuff, you, you could um, put things in there. You could put crystals in there that are associated with attracting money and that kind of thing, like citrine and peridot, um, uh, pyrite, you know, those are all, pyrite is really good um, there, there's a difference between those. So like citrine is really good, but it's good for attracting money and prosperity to us or business to us. Um, uh, peridot is really good for creating kind of a, a fertile ground for um, abundance and prosperity to, to take root and to grow. Uh, pyrite is really good. It does help to attract in, but it's also really solid, really dense. If you've ever picked up pyrite, it has kind of a heaviness to it. And it's mm-hmm. really it's really good for helping to draw that in and then ground it, like draw it in and help it to stay or to create a really solid foundation. Um, so like like citrine is good for, for money coming in and out or business coming, but there's a flow in and out kind of thing. Pyrite is good if we really need to draw it in so that it stays solid and grounded with us. Um, Peridot is good if we just need to really create fertile ground for us to be able to cultivate and grow business or prosperity or that kind of thing. Um, You know, so those are really uh, nice things that you could just set right there on top of the dirt or you can actually bury them in the dirt, but you can set them on top of the dirt so that they're there charging with that intention, the the plant that you're growing. Um, And then like if you had one of each of those, depending on what the focus is, you could take one of those stones and carry it with you. So like if you're going to go and meet with somebody that is potentially uh, a client or business of some sort, you could grab that piece of citrine and carry it with you. um, to, To then support and help in that particular meeting. If you were, 
going to get a loan, you might take the pyrite, uh, you know, in order to really make that happen and solidify the foundation and get what it is that we need that's going to provide what we can um, establish on. Uh, so that would just be a couple of suggestions that you might think about doing, um, both with the plant and if you want to add the stones, because the stones are there both charging and getting charged from the intention while sitting with the plant, but then they're there for us to carry with us that are now fully charged with that intention when we're doing something related to what they offer um, around that intention. <clears throat> so Great. I know I went Thanks. kind of went off on a tangent there. Um, that was good. <laughs> uh, so you're in an eight year um, based on your birth date, and eight is a number of uh, it, it is a number of balance um, and. But it, it, and it's internal foundation. Uh, so it's, I would think of it as the internal and the external coming into harmony and alignment. So this is a year where, for example, if we're looking at our financial situation, um, it says, how have I grown, shifted, changed, evolved internally? And have I now changed or shifted my external environment the way that I operate in the external world um, to be in a, a, a reflection, to be in alignment with how I have changed internally. Or the flip side, if my external world has changed, have I now gone through an internal change in order to come into alignment with that so that I'm working in harmony with that rather than constantly struggling against it uh, or trying to to stay in an old way when my external world is an, in a new way, uh, you know. So that's just something to consider, in the sense of okay, have I changed internally, but have I done something externally to now be acting in that way, or has my external world changed? Have I shifted internally so that I'm working with that? rather than trying to force it to be the way something was before or to be something that it's not, rather than finding how I can work with it as it is. Yeah, that's very interesting because actually both have happened and are continuing to happen. Um, uh, the external world was forced, actually it was forced twice in the past year, but um, and the internal thing. So yeah, no, that's to actually both literally are dead on. So yes, so that's cool. So. Yeah, for me, eight really just says, am I looking at and working with how things have changed or have I um, changed on one side but I keep trying to stay in an old way on the other side so they're working at cross purposes or they're just kind of butting heads with each other rather than me uh -huh. working with what is in a way that yeah. can allow it to work best. No, I'm I'm really happy you're saying that because <laughs> I, I feel that sort of, but then again, because things are still awful for lack of a better term i'm just like it's not so much am i doing the right thing but it's kind of like where is it going so by you saying that it actually makes sense so thank you very much that's incredibly helpful so. um i also find that when we're going through transitions in phases of our life etc um one thing that we often neglect to pay attention to because people will think in terms of birth life and death and then rebirth but one thing mm -hmm. that they um, may neglect is the compost process. And that's in between the death and rebirth phase. And that's yeah. that phase. <laughs> I know what you're talking that, about. 
Yeah. And and that's that's that phase where we have to just allow for. There's nothing we can really do. You know, when you have a compost bin, there's not really (laughs) anything that you can do to to rush the process. Now, we might need to turn it like the the barrel thing where you turn it, or if it's in a box, you might have to go out and kind of move it around every once in a while. But otherwise, Uh we can't do anything to really change or or speed up that process it just is and yeah i hate, a, I hate you saying that but you're true <laughs> you're well, right oh no thank you you're, you're absolutely right a, i understand it's, so. but, but it's also a disintegration process and oh i never thought of it that way you're, you're yeah, yeah 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 oh wow you know and and if we hold on to things we're 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 not allowing for the disintegration because we're afraid yeah, of so right. what happens, what will I be, what you know, what if I have nothing or whatever. But it's like, well, but once that disintegration process happens, that actually becomes rich nutrient for new growth to happen. That's why we put the compost onto the, well, like where we're planting a new plant. So mm-hmm. we have thing, to yeah. allow for that and not hold on, but then also accept sometimes it does take a bit of time which can be painful because yeah. we want it now. <laughs> we don't want to wait. Yeah, well, it's been going on for uh, years, so it's exceptionally painful. So <laughs> years and years and years. So, yeah. Well, I think, right. you're, I, I, think, I think you're nearing a latter part of that phase if it's been going on for years. Because Hopefully. The, the final card that I have here that came up is the Fool card. And that's a really, really nice card to see as kind of a final outcome. Because the uh-huh. fool represents coming full circle, and uh-huh. there is that sense of rebirth. The fool, so the first 22 cards called the Major Arcana represent major phases and cycles of our lives. And the fool is like both the ending of the cycle, so it says we have to tie up loose ends, and then it's the beginning of a whole new phase, chapter, or cycle that it but it requires, the fool represents utter and complete trust in the universe. So it says, I have to just give myself over to trusting the process, to trusting the universe. And it says, I have to be willing to take a risk, take a leap of faith. There's something that's going to say, we're going to put you here and you may not know what it's going to be, but you have to be willing to just take the leap. And the fact that it's here says be prepared because we're not that far off from being on the edge of the cliff where it says take the leap. And Which is funny. This sounds, this sounds stupid, but I had, a, <laughs> I had a fortune cookie of all things a few days ago, and the fortune cookie said something like uh, chill out now, like a major project is coming or something. So. <laughs> Well, I certainly don't think I certainly don't think that sounds stupid, you know, because the universe will talk to us in amusing ways. Um, yeah, that's true. I agree with. You. I'm joking. Just, yeah. just because it's a fortune cookie doesn't mean that it isn't necessarily <laughs> an important message right. if we find that it's being somehow reinforced or reiterated from other sources. So the fact that yeah. you you made that connection from what I was just saying now brings it out of just being in a fortune cookie to oh wait that's right. part of me trying to or the universe trying to get my attention in that way. Um, the the first card that came up is the two of pentacles reversed, meaning it came up upside down, and when that card reverses, it says that there either we're trying to juggle too many things. But really, it's ultimately what that means is there are things that we need to drop 
that we need to release. So we're seeing this theme come up of there are things that we may still be trying to hold on to that are creating imbalance. Mm-hmm. And if you if you think of a lot, so if you think of scales, you know, like the the scales of balance. Yes. And think of them as out of balance. So one is higher than the other. Usually mm-hmm. when people see that and they think of that imbalance, they immediately gravitate towards the higher scale, which says, okay, what do I need to do? What do I need to add into there? What do I need to, to bring in to make that side heavier so that it starts to come into balance? What they often don't want to look at is the other side, the lower scale, which says, what do I need to jettison? What do I need to throw overboard in order for things to lighten up? So there may be something about needing to lighten the load. And that can, it doesn't have to be something major all of the time. It can just be, think of like feng shui, uh, feng shui, sorry. Um, it, It can be something that's just kind of blocking the energy flow. And once we move that out of the way, we suddenly find it's like that breath of fresh air. We're like, oh my gosh, all of a sudden everything is circulating. It's like we have a bookcase in front of a window. And as soon as we move it, it's like, oh my gosh, all of a sudden this house is no longer stuffy and warm because air can actually circulate. Um, so so really think about, is there something I can let go of? Is there something that I can move in a dramatic way, like moving that bookcase? Is there something that needs to shift or is there something that needs to be let go of that can help to bring things back into balance rather than just, what else do I need to do? What else do I need to add? That may just be making things heavier and not really helping. So instead right. of moving the bookcase, we think, well, maybe if I put a fan over here, well, maybe if I get three fans, maybe that'll move the air around. And it's like, okay, stop adding fans to the room. <laughs> Just move the bookcase. <laughs> yeah, no, um, that's, that's good. I mean, I have, like, moved everything, and not almost everything. I mean, I've lost everything, literally everything. But that said, there are, yeah, there are other things. Go Everything you're saying makes sense and it is sort of a completion because I don't have that there's nothing left I I don't have that much more to move but there is stuff that I can move Um, this year in general was sort of a moving year and not well was physically moving too but in the sense that I was getting rid of a lot of getting rid of a lot of blockages in a lot of ways Um, so yeah no that's dead on so thank you well but also think of it going back to that eight don't just think of it in terms of physical things in the external world. There may also be something inside of us that we still need to allow to be let go of or mm-hmm, to, yes. to shift and move as well um, that, that brings us in greater alignment with how the external situation has changed so that we are able to see and work with the external as it is rather than fighting against it because we keep trying to make it like it used to be and we're holding on to right. how things used to be, which gets in trouble of... Um, blocking the ability to create a future because we keep just trying to recreate a past. Right. Um, the the next card that comes up is the star card reversed. Oh, the other thing I was just going to say, and this may not apply to you, but it made me think of that because a lot of times people say, oh, I've lost everything or I've had to move and I've had to get rid of this and get rid of that. But a lot of times what I hear from people in situations like that when they're in that kind of transition is they'll be like, yeah, I've had to put everything in storage until I find a new place. And I'm like, well, but you continue to hold on to the things in storage. Why not get rid of the things in storage so that there's a sense yeah, of a fresh? 
dark. It's funny you mention is... that because that's what I did. Because everyone was like, well, why did you get rid of everything? And I said, well, because storage is going to be whatever, three, $400 a month. And ultimately, you know, as a year, two years or whatever, you know, it's going to cost more than the stuff. So, well, right. No, that, that's, and... that's what I do. And there's so many people I know that are in that situation. And I keep asking them, why are you paying all this money to harbor something? In fact, I have a friend of mine who – and it's nothing against her. It's just the way she is. She will never have a house, and yet she a house meaning a, a full house, and yet she's literally storing everything for a house, and she doesn't even want a house. So. <laughs> right. But yeah. that's part of that letting go process of the attachment we've yeah. placed on the things because we think somehow we still need it to define ourselves or we've placed some sort of importance on it or sentimentality on right. it. And it's like, well, but at some point, because for me, even aside from just what the cost might be for storage, um, energetically, that stuff still is kind of a block of the energy being able to fully move. Um so yeah, the, I, I do. I agree with that, too. I mean, I mentioned cost just as a reality thing, but for me, there was um, you're right, what you just said. It really was because I know if I had stored it, even if somebody said, oh, you know, you can store it at my place for six months free or something, it still would have been an energy block in that sense. So I know, you're so dead out. I know exactly what you're talking about, yeah. which is kind of the major reason I got rid of it. I mean, the, the you know, the, again, the reality reason was just financial. It wasn't worth paying money for storage, but there was a huge energy block, too, I could tell with it. So, Well, the, I mean, the Two of Pentacles reversed would kind of, validate that you've been doing some of the right things as you talk about having gone through this process. Now you just want to focus on have I allowed myself internally to come into alignment to work with the external rather than somehow working at cross purposes because I keep holding on to something internally and trying to force the external to be that way or or go back to that way rather than simply giving myself over to wherever the future is going to be and not worry about whether it's going to look like, feel like, be where the past was. Right. Um, the... You know, the the next card that comes up here is the star card reversed. Mm-hmm. Now, I think that this probably reiterates a lot of what I was just saying, because sometimes the star card is seen as a, one of the, the main cards for healing. And the reversal may say that um, there's still something left for us to heal, which could just be that shift where we say, okay, now I just accept as things are rather than working against it or trying to force it to be a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, It also says that we may be looking in the wrong direction because the star card is kind of like the universal neon sign that blinks and says, go this way, go this way, go this way. And when it reverses, it could say that we keep looking for that neon sign blinking over in this direction when it's actually blinking over here. And if we would stop expecting, needing, looking for, fixating on, finding it blinking in the direction we think it should and start looking around, we may find that there's actually indications of a direction to be going that is very different than we thought it might be, that may cause us a lot of fear or trepidation because I don't know if I'm ready, how could that possibly be the right direction? You know, that's so different right. than where I've been or who I am or how I think of myself. But that starts to bring in the fool card, which says we're rebirthing ourselves and we need to take that chance or that leap of faith into a whole new chapter being a whole new self 
rather than holding on to the old self or the old way and thinking we're just going to find a new way to do the old rather than it's going to be something very new. So if nothing else, the star card reversed would encourage you to expand the field of vision and be accepting of where it may be saying to go in terms of what direction to move rather Mm -hmm. than trying to look for or justify or force the direction you think it should be or what you think it should look like Um, because we may be missing out on opportunity because we keep looking for it where we think it should be rather than where it is. Um, Yeah, no, that's great. That actually, that was, um, it wasn't it wasn't the major part. There was other stuff, but a lot of it was. I was forcing things. I, I mean, I knew it, but I didn't know it because I was trying to do it. And I still believe a lot of it was right conceptually. But, yeah, but I was forcing it. It just wasn't working, working, working. And then I ended up doing, in a weird way, the opposite. Last year, it just fell in, and then it's been fine. It's part of this rebirthing. Um, it's not going to be where I'm going totally, but um, so yeah, no, this has confirmed a lot. Uh, and of course, the cliche thing, which I'm sure a million people ask you, is like, okay, you know, what what is the <laughs> what is the sign? I'm willing to go in whatever direction because everything's gone. Everything everything has been ripped away from me, you know. Right. But it's like, okay, I'm so, fine with that. But it's you know, again, it's just like which direction is it? Um, and that's the only thing. But no, but you are right. The whole star card that totally makes sense because I thought for years. There were tons of other things going on, but I thought for years that there was this neon sign saying go here, and it wasn't in that sense. Well, it may have been where you needed to go at that time. Um, yeah, uh, no, the, there were things. I mean, there were stuff, and there were a lot of reasons why I did what I did. I mean, it wasn't negative. It's just, but it it cost me literally financially and other things to go there. And so now I'm in this thing, but now I'm asking like, okay, because I'm sort of back to square one where I was before, which is fine for now, but it's not ultimately, uh, ultimately, ultimately satisfying. So uh, job, which is mainly well, job career thing. Well, well, being being back at square one actually can be very exciting if we look at it as a blank oh, canvas yeah, no, that like, can be anything we want. I agree with that. Um, I just want to, you know, again, what you've heard people have asked you probably a million times. It's just, you know, where it's like, okay, fine, I'm cool with that because I am, I'm, yeah, I'm square one again. But it's like, okay, where do I go from here? So, um, right. So, so and that's what I think. Before I thought it was obvious ish, <laughs> but now it's like, okay, it's not obvious, and I'm waiting to, you know, see what's happening. So. Well, but I think that's where the next two cards are really speaking to because the Eight of Swords followed by the Knight of Swords reversed says where we focus on what we do right now is we simply take necessary steps to alleviate stress, anxiety, worry. So sometimes, you know, when people are are in a uh, find themselves in a difficult situation or transition in their life. They think, well, you know, well, I'm not going to go work at McDonald's. I have a degree in marketing. I, I, I'm going to, I'm, I'm looking right. for that, that job in marketing. And it's like, well, why don't you just take a job at McDonald's for now, so that you can at least pay your bills and continue to look for the job in marketing or whatever. But if nothing else, it will be something that alleviates the stress, so that you can be more focused. And you can actually feel like you have the energy to look for other things rather than desperately grab around for something. 
Yeah, which is which is actually great because you just described it. It, it wasn't McDonald's, but I ended up going back to a full time job, well, contract, um, which I was dead set against. And it ends up it was funny because I actually liked the job and the people are brilliant. It's actually the best workplace I've ever been in. It's not what I ultimately want to do, but in again, conceptually wise, it's exactly what you just described, and it has removed a ton of stress. Just you know, just financial, and it's kind of like, what am I doing? Because before in the old days, like whatever, two years ago or something like that, it'd be like, you know, oh, God, because today's Sunday, you know, oh, God, you know, tomorrow's Monday, what am I going to do, you know? And so I know what I'm doing tomorrow because of this job. It's like, okay, I'm going in, going to do something and, you know, get paid for it. So, yeah, no, you're saying that. So the stress, is, it, again, it comes down to, for me, it's just like, okay, what is the next step? Because it has removed a ton of stress, and I'm fine and open to things now. And, of course, because I don't have anything, it's easy. It's I have tremendous flexibility versus saying, oh, I have to move a house or I have this or have that or something. So, uh, well, the the Knight of Swords comes up reversed in the short term, which for me is the next one to three months. So the Knight of uh-huh. Swords is a, is a card that represents um, uh, like fighting. It feels as if we're just in this battle, you know, and we're having to fight for everything and we're always armed uh, and have to have all of our armor on and all of that. But when it reverses, we start to feel as if the um the the stress begins to lessen and we feel as if I'm no longer in the fight. I no longer have to put on armor every morning when I get up because things okay. are getting a little easier. I'm having room to breathe, which also can mean I'm starting because Knight of Swords it reversed especially cautions us against rushing in without thinking. So that would go uh-huh. back to like just grabbing something out of desperation rather than think it through. But it says, let's, let's allow, this is our compost. Let's allow for that time <laughs> for a little bit of reflection for things to just happen and start to reveal themselves. Now I would say with this, it would say after we just entered Scorpio, so I'm probably uh, I'm going to say that this is going to be after Scorpio, which means um, uh-huh. towards the end of the year, because Scorpio will pretty much okay. go through November. Um, so the reversal of this would say after that, we're probably going to start to feel as if the the struggle has lessened, the fight has started to dissipate. Um, the difficulty has started to ease up, and we're able to start having greater clarity um, around where we need to be going, because that's followed by the Fool card. So that would say we start to have something happen that puts us in a place where it's clear to us. that It's like if we're standing on that cliff, it's clear to us that the only way we can go is either backwards into what used to be, which really we don't want to do, um, or we jump off this cliff. And the fool card says, I put you here. I'm not going to push you off, but I've put you here. And if you take this leap and trust me, the universe, not me, um, then <laughs> I, I, will, yeah. I will either make sure that you have a soft landing or I will teach you how to fly. Both things that you probably think are impossible or you're like, I have, I have no idea how I'd ever do that or that I'm sure that that probably couldn't even happen. But if we do it, the the universe isn't putting us there to crash and burn on the rocks. Um, but that's coming and I think it's probably the shift is after we come out of Scorpio. So around the end of the year and into the beginning of the calendar year, you're probably going to find yourself at that point of do I take this leap of faith? Do I take this chance? Do I take this risk? 
and the fool card says, yes, go for it. You know, it's it's the Nike card which says, just do it. Um, that's 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 really awesome because internally I, you know, I, I I've always had change and I you know and I do want to change obviously from what it is. But that said, there is something internally that says um, it's what you just described. Oh my god, because it it really it's not time. It just doesn't feel like it's time. So and I kept thinking and, it's not so much lazy, but I kept thinking, am I not pushing myself or whatever? But thank you for again, thank you for saying that too. Yeah, there, because there, there's it, certainly it, it corresponds yeah, there's to certainly, what I feel inside. Yeah, there, there's certainly nothing here that says that you are lazy or that you're not doing something necessarily. But I think this is the, the eight, the internal, external. It says if you internally feel as if this isn't being lazy, this is just knowing right now is the time to wait. Right. Then externally, you want to act in the external world in a way that reflects what you know to be correct internally. So Sometimes people will be like, I know I should wait, but externally they keep trying to force and push and rush and make something happen, right. and, you know, then, then get down on themselves. What we need to do is bring those two things into alignment, which says if internally I know this is the wait period, then let me externally just allow myself to wait as well rather than trying to push and force externally, even though I know internally I should just be waiting and letting it be. Right. Um, and and the fool card, you know, sometimes the fool card challenges us because that leap of faith could be that you suddenly have some sort of an opportunity to, you know, move to a whole new place. And I don't just mean like down the street. I mean like, you know, suddenly it's moving to Florida or something. Um, right. No, you know, and, and, and I'm, I'm fine with that also, um, although that would, something like that would most likely involve a relationship, which is one of the story uh, of some sort. But no, no, I'm, I'm fine with that, too, because I understand um, – yeah, I, I totally get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so all hope is not lost. I, th I think that in some ways this is validating some of the things you've already done with the kind of releasing, Absolutely. purging, getting rid of things, etc. And it's maybe just trying to reassure you that it's okay to wait because the compost period is just as important and there's nothing we can do to rush that if we want the most nutritious fertilizer for the soil that's right. going to feed the new that's coming. But it's not that far away with the reversed Knight of Swords followed by the Fool card. Um, so you don't have much longer to wait, but I think it's going to come from an unexpected direction or it's going to look like something that you hadn't necessarily anticipated or seen yourself in or doing or thought, surely that can't which, be what's right Which is right weird because, in again, <laughs> internally in a strange way because Again, everything's been ripped away, and then I'm I'm doing something that I quote unquote shouldn't be doing because it seemed like going backwards in my career or whatever you want to call it. And yet, what you just described is what I feel internally is going to happen. Something totally bizarre or whatever you want to call it is going to come out of the loop, but that'll be the right you know career path or the right path. So yeah. Yes. So I would just really pay attention to those things, especially as we move to the 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 end of the year and into the very beginning of the calendar year. Um, Absolutely. You know, as once we get out of Scorpio, because the reverse Knight of Swords would say out of Scorpio. So into December and January, I think that that's going to be a key time that's going to present that opportunity. Great. Thank you. And don't forget your little plant if you want to do that with the crystals. Yeah, I know that's true. I have to – I don't know where I'm going to put it exactly, but I'll – yeah, I know that's definitely true. So I'll have to well, it doesn't have to be a big plant. I mean, get get a little succulent. 
You know, they, you can no, no, go I to Twitter. That. I, actually, it's funny. That's what I was exactly thinking of, but I, it's where to put it because I'm in a very unusual situation, but I'll figure something out. So. <laughs> well, well, Trader Joe's has little succulents like in a little two-inch oh, no, bite. I can find the plant. Pot. It's just where to put it because there's no sun. Anyways, there's, I'll, I'll figure it out. So, But, yeah, no, that's because it, it is a wonderful metaphor, and I could, yeah, succulents, succulents and I do well together. <laughs> Other plants, <laughs> I know, see. So. <laughs> well, well. Um, well, yeah, <laughs> So, so hopefully this has helped a little bit. No, it was a, no, it really was great. I, it just, um, and as you said, sort of being in the show, it really is, uh, you know, why I called because it really is the right time for this because I really am just sort of wondering, you know, because I know it's been a relatively short period per se. It's sort of been a year, if you want to put it that way, when all the stuff has happened and, you know, getting this new job. Anyways, blah, blah, blah. But it also is feel like, am I going nowhere? And this is just this the way things are going to be? And then, so what you've just said has really confirmed a lot, and it's um, it's been great, and it's opened my eyes a lot. So thank you very much. Yes, well, just just know you're composting right now, which can seem like nothing is happening. Totally cool with that metaphor. I love it. You know? I absolutely love it. Yes. <laughs> but I, I think that's important because it seems as if nothing is happen, happening when actually something very important is. We just aren't necessarily yeah. able to observe it until it's done. Um, and then we Great. dig a little bit and all of a sudden it's like, wow, look at that rich compost. So, <laughs> so thank you very much for calling in today. Yeah, thank you. And enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Um, so we're going to take a quick break and then when we come back we will go to someone calling from area code 408 now I have multiple people from that area code so this will be someone from area code 408 and the first three numbers are 219 so if that's your phone number that starts with 408219 you will be next just after this break my name is Hi C. We will be right back. On Firefly Willows LIVE. Find out more at fireflywillows.com.
welcome back. My name is Ty C, and I am your host for this month's call-in show, where you have a chance to call in and receive a reading live on the air. We offer this every fourth Sunday of the month, where you have a chance for the whole show to call in. There are other shows uh, that have call-in segments as well, so um, you also can check those out either in the archives here on Blog Talk Radio or on iTunes. Just do a quick search for Firefly Willows. It'll come right up. Uh, And if you would like to get into the queue for a reading today, you can do so from the show page by Skyping in, or you can call 646-716-5510. So we're going to go to our next caller, and this is someone calling from area code 408, with the first three numbers being 219. Are you there, caller? Hi, hi. hi Hello. How are you? Oh, I'm doing very well. What's your name and where are you calling from? My name is Sheree, and I'm calling from Capitola today. Well, welcome to the show, Sheree. What is it that we could look at for you in a reading? Well, I... um. I uh, met with you um, on one of these readings um, back in May or June with regard to um, finding my next job. I had recently been laid off, and you had given me some good advice and told me to, there was a lot of things happening over the summer, so you told me to uh, find something temporary uh, to weather that, and then uh, things should start to happen afterward. So I did, in fact, find something temporary. Um, It's actually been great on many levels. Um, Commute, confidence, um, uh, happiness in the work again, that kind of thing. So it was all really, really good. Um, I'm now um, towards the latter part of that contract. It actually was a short contract. I only have a couple more months left. Um, And... I actually had an opportunity open up in the August time frame, as you had predicted, um, at Apple, which I was very excited about because uh, I was going to have strong support from a team member in the team um, and had gone so far as having informational interviews and passing on my resumes and it being looked at by um, VP and the hiring manager and then the doors closed. Um, they closed all recs um, in the September timeframe, I believe, to um, go through the budgeting process, and the job has not yet been reopened. Um, so I don't know that it is, and I'm starting to feel um, nervous, gun-shy, um, uh, lacking faith in an opportunity there um, when I thought it was actually going to be a, a perfect opportunity. So I'm just kind of in this nervous space right now and trying to figure out where I'm at. Okay. <clears throat> so uh, one thing I'll tell you, I believe, is that um, Apple's um, fiscal year actually mm-hmm. Starts in October. That's correct. So they don't. Yeah. So, so it, does, it 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 doesn't surprise me that they might have put it on hold right there at the end of the fiscal year as they started to look at the next year's budgets and all of that. So, um, right. I wouldn't overly panic because there are some 
really nice cards coming up here for you, I can certainly say. Um, what's the day and month for your birthday? 224. All right. So, um, Um, yeah, so you're in a seven year, which can often indicate that things can sometimes things come and go quickly, but that also means that if something comes and goes quickly, something else is going to come quickly, just, you know, just as quickly to replace it. Um, and, and there is a sense of being on the move this year, you know, it's a chariot year. So that would certainly support the idea of like going into something temporary because it says, let's keep ourselves moving and going rather than stopping and spinning our wheels, even if it's just for something short term. Um, but it also means that, uh, things can happen or develop very quickly. So that one, one way we could also see that is suddenly the, the Apple process suddenly picks back up all of a sudden and starts moving forward at 150 miles an hour. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. okay, I haven't heard from you in two months. And all of a sudden they're like, okay, we need you to come in for three interviews. Da, 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 da. You know? Yeah. Um, so one, you can be prepared for that, but I'm also not overly concerned during this year because I think that there's a lot of things that'll just kind of come and go, but it's something will come along to replace it just as quickly if, if something else doesn't happen. Um, that's okay. also very supported by the cards that are coming up because, um, uh, are you familiar with the tarot? No. Mm-mm. Okay. Um, so we start with the reversed devil card. We like to see that card reversed because it says that we, um, we're we not likely to find ourselves in a situation of being either locked out of or bound by the power of someone or something else. Um, mm-hmm. But it also would tell me that if there are opportunities that had been existing, they still haven't been locked down, meaning that they're inaccessible or they're not going to happen. Okay. The card that follows that is the Ace of Swords. Um, and that's a really nice card to see here because, one, the Suit of Swords would correspond to air um, and this would suggest that anytime you have an ace, there's something new. And here that they call swords wind. So it's called the one of wind. Um, and the, the word they have on the card is dawn. So this is in the position of what's happening or what's going on right now that's going to be helpful for us. And that tells us that there's something that's dawning. There's something that's getting ready to spark. Um, yep. And it's think of the Ace of Swords as if there was fog and suddenly the fog starts to clear and we're able to see clearly what's mm, in front of us. Okay. So there's something about the fog is getting ready to lift and we're going to have um, a much clearer sense or a greater sense of clarity around what's in front of us or what's available or what's being offered to us. Um the short-term card is the judgment card, but here it's called resurrection, which I find very interesting because we just had dawn, and that's followed by resurrection. Um, they're kind of a similar thing because dawn is the resurrection or the rebirth of the new day and the sun and all of that. Um, right. And and the, the, the judgment card is, is also about 
um, moving beyond illusion, which ties into that idea of starting to see things very clearly. And it's a sense of coming back from the dead or, or, or rising up and out of a situation into something better. Like the, the old uh, decks would show um, but the biblical rapture. You know, where the it would show people like actually rising out of their graves in order to ascend into heaven. And that's the image, that's the idea that we see that's coming in the next, in the short term, which for me is the next one to three months for you. So Yay. either either that indicates that the job at Apple is coming back to life, is going to be resurrected soon, mm-hmm. that ace of swords mm-hmm. being there, Um uh, and you know that's it's something on the wind, uh, but it also the Ace of Swords. Swords is also about communication. So it also says keep your ears and eyes open because there's something blowing through or there's something happening that's going to give us an indication. Of, oh, wait, what was that you said? There's a job opening over at that place. Um, yeah. You know, so so there's something like that that's happening. I, all of this would say that I'm not concerned about you having another job, whether it's the Apple thing, whether it's a new contract, uh, you mm-hmm. know, to to follow the one that is is nearing its completion, um, but all of this and, and it's all relatively quick, especially with swords. Swords is wind, which to me is the second fastest of the suits. So it's something that happens relatively quickly. Um, if I look at that very literally, the way I would look at that, it would say within the next week. Um, if nothing else, it would say by the beginning of winter which for me is December, um, which would be, uh, it's, uh, let's say Yule, it's uh, winter solstice. Um, mm-hmm. you know, so, so there's something happening. There's things that are starting to stir. And between now and December, if we just want to narrow it down for that short-term period, between now and December, there's likely to be uh, either new opportunities or the resurrection of this other thing that you were already pursuing. Um, because Ace of Swords can be new communication where suddenly somebody gets in touch with us or renewed communication, like, you know, we've talked to them before and now suddenly we're talking to them again. Um, and the final card, the final outcome card is, <clears throat> sorry, is the Queen of Wands, which mm-hmm. is also a really great card to see because the Queen of Wands says that the direction we're moving is something that's coming along that's going to help you to really shine. I would anticipate it's something that's going to put you into a position of responsibility or management of some sort, um, and whether that's management of people or management of a project, but it's that sense of you're in the spotlight, you're the one who's really driving the show, you're the one who really comes in and is able to apply their creative energy and their um, ability to make things happen uh, in a very full way. Uh, I would pay attention. I would look at these cards and I would anticipate, because there is a card in here, the card of what's the biggest obstacle or challenge is the emperor card. Um, One that could say, don't get too settled into something. But I would also look at that with the queen of wands and say, I would pay particular attention to opportunities where you would be working with or for a female. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. That's good to know. Um, because it seems as if a female is going to play a, a particularly prominent or important role in either you finding the job and getting the job or who you work with or who it is that you're going to be working for or something like that. So I would pay particular attention to those kind of opportunities, especially when there's a very, with Queen of Wands, there's a very 
strong, vibrant, dynamic, charismatic uh, kind of female figure that um, is is, um, prominent in the mix of things. Fantastic. Oh, thank you. Sure. And and the Queen of Wands kind of supports that because Queen of Wands um, is uh, the card of Sagittarius. So that would also be December. So I think there's yeah. a lot going on where things really start to get resurrected or come back to life or really start happening and popping um, by December. I mean, it doesn't mean nothing happens between now and then, but I think that'll be the, the key month when everything really starts to to catch fire and starts to really go. Fantastic. Good timing. That's what I want. I want the Christmas present <laughs> <laughs> of the new job. Well, this is a really, really nice combination of cards to see, so I'm not concerned. Um, And I think it's coming sooner rather than later. And the fact that that judgment card comes in in the short term, I think there is that sense of something that was already somehow existing comes back to life. And again, whether that's the Apple thing, whether it's they suddenly ask you if you want to extend or do another contract where you're at, um, right. or something else where it's somebody you had talked to before or someplace you had worked before or whatever, and now all of a sudden it comes back and says, oh, you know what, we now have a person going on maternity leave. Would you be interested in coming over and being in this position or, you know, whatever kind of thing. So um, yeah. it, it, it's all very, very positive in the indications here. Yay. That's what I wanted to hear. <laughs> all right. Oh, thank you so much. That's what I'm here for, to tell people what they want to hear. <laughs> That's right. All good news. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'll keep you posted. Excellent. Well, thank you for calling in today. Yeah, and thank you for your time. Sure. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. So let's see. So now we're going to move over I'm just going to try one more time. So this is another caller from area code 408, but the first three numbers are 391. Are you there, caller? Oh, hello. Um, Hey, how are you doing? I am good. What's your name and where are you calling from? My name's Robin and I'm calling from San Jose. All right. Well, welcome to the show, Robin. What is it that we could look at for you today in a reading? Um, Well, today I'm just trying to get some idea around when I might change jobs and have a little bit more income. Do you have a time frame in mind for yourself at this point, or are you just wondering when a good time might be to start thinking about that? Well, um, I started this job nine years ago. And um, I've been wanting to leave ever since I started, <laughs> and I just haven't. And I think um, I'm really emotionally ready now. I just haven't followed through on anything yet. So I'm trying to figure out when I might be so inspired. Uh, what's the day and month of your birth? January 23rd. Okay, so let's 
Um, so using that, I calculate a, a year number and a year card, and that's the overall energy lesson theme focus for a year. Um, you're, well, I'll say two things about that because I think numero- the, the numerology aspect of things is really important here. The fact that you've been in this job for nine years, uh, one of the things that nine, well, two things that nine, the number nine represents. Nine is a number of completion. So it represents the completion, the ending, the closure of a phase, a chapter, a cycle. So that would tell us you're at the end of this particular chapter when it comes to this work, this job. And the the question now for you is, do I want to just go back and reread the same chapter again? Or is it time for me to start writing a new chapter? Everything you've already asked says you're eager for a new chapter because you're already bored with this chapter by the first page, but you just went ahead and read it anyway. It's like it's like starting that movie on Netflix and, you know, in 10 minutes you're like, okay, this is the stupidest movie ever. And yet you go ahead and you invest two hours of your day to, to watch that movie when you could have done many other things in that two hours. Um, so there, And so the movie's coming to an end. And now somebody's like, oh, I've never seen that movie before. Let's watch it. And you're like, well, I just watched it. <laughs> and now now you have the choice. And there's a lot to encourage you not to rewatch it, not to rewrite this chapter again. Um, because nine is also a number of habits and patterns, um, especially things that are called to our attention that we have to recognize are either not healthy for us or simply are no longer right for us. So you could either fall back into an old habit, quote-unquote, by staying in this job because it's easy, it's there, it's complacent. Or you can challenge yourself to break the bad habit and start to create a new one, which is a more challenging process, but often a more rewarding process. And all of that, to me, would say we're reaching the point where it's time. So... Before you start the 10th year of working there, we would want you to have left there in order to start writing a new chapter in your work life. Okay. Um, You know, from your birth date, we also see that you'll be coming, well, first you're in a five year. Five is a number of change, especially in our external world. So I would want you to either have changed or have set in motion the change before your birthday in January. Okay. Okay. because when you move into next year, you move into a six year. Six is a number of finding ourselves at a crossroads, and it's a number of choice, meaning it, it represents choices when we're faced with choices, especially major choices in our life. And if we think of numbers going one through nine or one through ten, um, six is right there, kind of two thirds of the way through. So Choices we make in the next year are determining the direction, the tone of what will be for the next three to four years. So as you're starting to think about and make these choices, you have to ask yourself, is this what I would want for the next three to four years of my life? So if I asked you that question and I said, if you choose to stay in this job, rather than changing, is that what you would want for the next three to four years of your life? What would be your response? No. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> clear. Right. No, that's not it. 
stuff, then I think that we are are pretty clear on that it's time for change. And it's time to start setting this change in motion. A key aspect of a five-year, which you're in right now, is it says either I can be caught off guard by change and then panic. That would be like suddenly getting laid off. Or I can be part of the process of change so that I feel as if I have a greater contribution and control over when and how it happens. I would encourage you at this point to take advantage of that energy even before your birthday to start becoming an agent of change, to start becoming part of the process of change rather than continuing to wait for change to happen to you. Okay. The cards that have come up, Four of Swords reversed comes up first. That says, so think of Four of Swords like a card of postponement or delay, meaning putting something off. But the reversal, meaning it came up upside down, basically is the opposite of that. So it says, it's time to take our head out of the sand and face reality, which is you were not happy in this job basically from day one. Um, And two, it's time to stop postponing, delaying, or putting off the actions that we've been talking about, thinking about, needing to do but have always found excuses and justifications to put on hold, to delay, to wait until. So it's time for action. It's time to do something rather than continuing to wait or delay or or postpone. The next card is the Nine of Cups. This is a card of personal happiness and wish fulfillment and satisfaction. So it says it's time for you to start taking action on fulfilling your own happiness. What is it that you need in order to be happy, satisfied, fulfilled in the work realm, and to start doing something in order to fill that cup, to to to, to satisfy whatever that is for you? It's been pretty clear from just the way you asked the question, that's not going to come from where you're working. So therefore, it reiterates it's time for a change. And we have a nine here again, which says it's time for the end of this chapter because there's a new chapter to write that's going to be more satisfying, happier, and is going to fulfill more of what it is we're hoping or wishing to get from our work life. The Six of Cups is here in the position of the biggest obstacle, challenge, or fear. Um, One, that can sometimes mean that we may be afraid of, well, what do I have to offer? Do I have anything that's going to help me to be able to get another job? Maybe I should just stay in what I'm already in because it's safe, it's here, it's comfortable. I know I'm okay. Two, the Six of Cups is a card of nostalgia. Um, So it can be about looking to the past when we were happier. Now, that can be a good thing in the sense that sometimes that inspires us. It could say, when I was in this job 15 years ago, that was the happiest time of my life. I felt so fulfilled by what I was doing. Then I kind of shifted away from that. I've been in these other jobs, and now the one I'm in, I just don't feel that. I just don't get that the way that I did 15 years ago. In that sense, that's good because it could say, that inspires me to go back to what it is that maybe I was doing before because I know that I was more satisfied and happy there. The the The... The thing we have to watch out for with this card is we don't want to just try to recreate the past. So it wouldn't necessarily mean that we just go back to the company we used to work for. It just means we look to why was I happy in that job 15 years ago? 
what is this current job not giving me that doesn't allow me to feel that way? And what is it that I can look for or move into that would help to bring back some of those qualities that made me feel much happier or more satisfied in my work in that old job? Um, so we can use the past as a guidepost, but not trying to recapture or recreate it. Okay. That makes sense. Um, looking forward into the short term, we have the four of pentacles reversed. Uh, so the short term for me is the next one to three months. It can be what's happening next, what's coming next, or what we need to do next. And Four of Pentacles reverse says we need to shake things up. So Four of Pentacles is a very, very, it's a card of foundation, but it's also, it can be a very stubborn card, but it says I'm perfectly fine where I'm at. It's a very earth sign card. It's a very Taurus card. Everything is perfectly fine the way it's working. Why change it? Mm-hmm. And reversing it says it's time to shake things up. It's time for an earthquake. It's time for us to uproot ourselves and to, A, stop being so so stubborn. Stubborn can just mean we continue to be very good at making excuses and justifications for not changing anything. <laughs> um, and two, it says, it it's like if I'm, if I'm stuck in mud, instead of me just standing there and saying, well, when is somebody going to come and pull me out? like I'm waiting on something outside of myself to fix and save the situation for me. It says I have to start pulling my own foot out of the mud and taking the necessary steps to move forward. So we would want to see you starting this. This, I think, just reiterates if this is the next one to three months, which puts us right up to your birthday, basically. Um, it right. says the next uh, three months before your birthday, we want to see you starting to pull your feet out of the mud and to start taking actions towards making a change and shaking things up in order to move towards something that is going to be more satisfying for you than where you're at. The card that follows that is the Eight of Pentacles. Great card to see there because it says once we start taking those actions and steps, we're not going to have any difficulty finding something that is going to be very solid, very real, and also probably have another kind of long-term aspect to it. Um, I would The Eight of Pentacles is encouraging that you're probably going to move to something that's going to pay you um, more. If if the, the money thing is an issue, then this says we're very, very likely to find something that's going to pay us more. You know, there's plenty of studies that say the only real way to increase your salary is to change jobs. Staying in a job, maybe you get your little couple percent raises um, <laughs> each year, uh, if you know, if we're lucky. Uh, but <laughs> exactly. they, they, um, the the particular study I'm thinking of that I read said that on average, people who changed jobs increased their salary by fifteen to twenty percent, <laughs> simply because you get to go to a new job and ask for what you want to make. Whereas if you are in your current job and you go in and ask for what you want to make, they're probably going, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, right. We'll give you 2%. <laughs> um, so it's it's very key if we want to advance in the salary, if we want to advance in um, like responsibility and position and title and all of that, 
ultimately it really comes down to today of changing jobs in order for that to happen in a significant way. And this is the time for you to start doing that. Otherwise, you're going to just be sitting back down on the couch to watch that same movie on Netflix one more time so that you can five minutes in say, oh, why am I watching this? It's such a stupid movie. And then you will just make comments about it for the next two hours, bitching and moaning and complaining about the acting and the plot holes and everything else. And then realizing I've just wasted another two hours of my life. So instead of tossing away another nine years of your life to stay in the same thing you've been in. Let's use this as an opportunity to be grateful for what this has offered us, long-term stable employment, but to recognize if I'm going to be happy, if I'm going to challenge myself, if I'm going to grow, if I'm going to feel as if I'm getting something more from the work that I do, then I have to take action now to start setting in process the uh, or start setting in motion the process of changing into and writing a whole new chapter for your work life rather than just rewriting and rereading and, and reliving the same chapter over and over again. Okay. I'm up for it. Excellent. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> you are welcome. Thanks for your patience and Thanks for calling in today. Yeah, thanks, I see. You have a great week. You too. Enjoy. All right. So we're going to take another quick break. Uh, and when we come back, we shall go to someone calling from area code 678. So if you're calling from area code 678, be prepared because you will be our next caller after this break. And I just want to say I'm excited about this break, and I just had to play this song because it was just surprise released on Friday, and it's the new song from Adele called Hello, so hopefully everyone will enjoy it, but I just wanted to let everyone share in the, <laughs> the wondrousness of new music from Adele. Hello, it's me I was wondering if after all these years You'd like for me to go over everything They say the time's supposed to heal you But I ain't done much healing Hello, can you hear me? I'm in California dreaming about who we used to be When we were younger and free I've forgotten how it felt before the world fell at our feet There's such a difference between us and a million miles
On Firefly Willows, L-I-V-E. Find out more at fireflywillows.com. My name is Hi C, and you're listening to our monthly call-in show where you have a chance to call in and receive a reading live on the air. You can get into the queue by either Skyping in from the show page or you can connect by phone uh, by calling 646-716-5510. So our next caller is calling from area code 678. Are you there, caller, in area code 678? Yes. Hi. How are you? I am good. What's your name and where are you calling from? Kathy from Atlanta. Well, welcome to the show. And what is it that you would like for us to look at for you today? Um, um, look at my job situation, and I don't know if I need to be totally specific or just say in general, but I get a job soon. Because I have one thing that I'm hoping that will come through, but I have a other lead, so 
how do you need me to state my question, I guess? Well, I think that's fine. Um, I think what I'll do is I'll pull cards for the, the general outlook first, and then uh, if we want to, we can pull a card for each of the prospects you may have and see which of those may be the most promising or where to put your energy and focus um, regarding those. Does that sound okay? That's fine. Thank you. <clears throat> and what's the day and month of your birth? 820. All right. All right. <clears throat> so h how many prospects do you have? I know you, the, the one, obviously, that you specifically referred to. Do you have, do you feel you have like two or three other prospects, 17 other prospects? <laughs> oh, God, no, I wish. Um, probably a couple. Okay. So I'm just going to ask for some way to identify each of those um, and whether okay. it's, the name of a place or a letter or something like that? Okay. Um, one is the company starts with a K, and it's for director of accounting position. Okay. And then? Oh, I sorry. <laughs> I just said <laughs> one. Um, one... Um, is a contract position. Company starts with an M. Okay. And then, um, company starts um, um, um starts with an F, and it's for a director of accounting position. Okay. So and company with a C for director of accounting position. All right. So, <clears throat> so, so of the four that you've mentioned, um, the second and third ones are the strongest, uh, especially the second one, which was uh, a contract position. And okay. um, the Empress card came up for that. And that would show us that, um, one, I would anticipate that that may actually be something that could end up being like contract to hire kind of position. Uh, or it would at least, if nothing else, lead to constant renewal of contract or to connections that would um, be fertile ground for additional opportunities as a result of having been there. So I would certainly put a lot of emphasis and a lot of attention and energy towards really um, pursuing and cultivating that particular option. Um, the third option is also good, uh, and this was a director of accounting, I think. Um, yes. And, you know, that's the card that comes up for that is the Three of Pentacles. Uh, that would show us that you would likely be working more in a collaborative way where you'd end up working with other people. Um, Three of Pentacles is very much a card of teamwork, uh, of collaboration and that kind of thing. 
Whereas the Empress card for the contract position would show that you would probably be, I, I know it may sound kind of odd because if I'm just going by the titles for those positions, director sounds more like what I'm getting ready to describe. But the Empress card would show that you may in that contract position be in a greater position of authority or autonomy. Whereas in this other position, in that third company you mentioned, the Three of Pentacles, you may be the director, but you would still have to constantly be working with and collaborating with other people, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but you may find it has its challenges because when you're trying to do something or make a decision about something or move something forward, you're never able to just do it yourself. You always have to like, bring it to the committee and it always has to be signed off by multiple people, you know? Um, so if you feel comfortable with that and that's okay for you working in that way, then that third company is also a very positive card. It's the difference here is that in the Tarot, we have what are called major arcana cards, which are like the higher level cards. And then the minor arcana, which are the suits. Three of Pentacles is a minor arcana card and Empress is a major arcana card. So like if we were playing a, a card game, the major arcana would be called the trump card. So they're they're bigger than anything else. So here the Empress wins the hand because it's bigger than the Three of Pentacles, but Three of Pentacles is also a good card. Um, the fourth company that you mentioned I would be concerned about because the Tower card came up, that would be a very... Well, it would certainly be a very dynamic environment to be in, <laughs> um, but you may find that it's like one one fire after another, one explosion after another. I also the tower card also makes me concerned just about the company itself. There may be something going on within that company that is going to radically shake things up in some way, and you may end up getting caught up in that. Uh, it, it'd be like getting caught up in somebody else's drama just because you happened to start being their friend three weeks ago and you're like, okay, I did not sign up for this people. <laughs> um, and so that, that would be my concern about that company. The only other thing I would say with the tower card is um, that fourth company that you mentioned, there could be something very radically different for you in terms of there would be some aspect to the job that would be very new or very different from what you've done before. Um, which can challenge you in a good way, but also can really kind of throw you off balance and um, make you feel very uh, scattered uh, for a while in there. So if you were looking for something like that, then maybe going to that place would be okay. But I would come back to, if you want something that's much more comfortable, much more solid, um, much that has the a, a potential for being something more long-term, I would go especially to the second one that you mentioned, the contract position, but also the third one could have that as well. Uh, and long-term, even though the contract may not be long-term, the Empress card would say that it would lead to other things and you'd find that that contract was the beginning of a long-term period of employment in some way. Do you see any timing of when I'll get something because I'm unemployed so I know what you're saying about each job and you kind of hit on points on on two that I know about the second and the, the third and the fourth one the contract position just came about on Friday 
I mean, I need something like immediately. So whatever comes through the door, I have to take. Um, well, so yes, but but um, both the the second and the third one are. The third one being the suit of pentacles, which is the element of earth, says this is something that's already real or it's already ready to go. And the empress card is also a very earthy card because it's the card about giving birth to something. Um, So it says we're getting ready to give birth to something that's been gestating for a while. So it seems as if both of those are very immediately available. And that's where I would put your all of your attention and energy would be to really pursuing both of those because those are the the most real ones and the most immediately available ones for you. Um and, so and that was the, the, two, three and the, four? Well the second and the third one. The, the fourth one could be the, the fourth one could be immediately available. My only concern with the tower card there is that it may not be something that is long term. And even though you may go into it thinking it would be or you're hired telling that it would be or whatever, there's much more long-term viability to the second and the third ones. Whereas the fourth one is extremely erratic and is extremely, um, it it just has a lot of unknown factors that could really create a lot of drama and difficulty or challenge around that particular company or position. So you sure you could get that one quickly as well, but I don't think that it would be what you want if you want something that's going to feel more stable and long-term. Now, and on the first one, is that, flat out no because I actually interviewed for that one back in October 1st actually to be exact well the the two of cups came up reversed for that one and when so two of cups is a classic card for relationship or love but here obviously it's not a romantic relationship Um, but the reversal of it would say that this is not a match made in heaven or this is not a relationship that's going to get on very well Um, So either that means if you did get it, you probably wouldn't be very happy there, or it means that they've already kind of said this isn't necessarily a match, meaning they interviewed you and when they look at the different people and they say, okay, this person, maybe they were good, but that's not really the match that we're looking for. So that doesn't seem to be one that's likely to pan out in a very uh, satisfying way, be it that you don't get the job or be it that you do get it, but you'd end up not being happy there. Um, whereas the the second and the third one, especially, you'd be far more comfortable in. And especially the second one, you'd end up feeling extremely happy or satisfied by. Um, so I would really go after that contract position. Um, and I will say, I don't know if you were listening right at the beginning of the show, I will say because of today's astrology with Venus trine Jupiter, that sending a note to someone today, I know it's a Sunday, but that doesn't matter. They'll still see it on a different day, but the energy is infused in it because you sent it today. Um, sending a note today or reaching out and contacting, whether it's a voicemail or whatever, um, today is actually very key because people tend to be in a very harmonious, agreeable mood as a result of the astrology energies today. So if nothing else, for these that you really, really want, send an email, call and leave a voicemail or something um, 
today, knowing they may okay. not see it, hear it until tomorrow or Tuesday or whatever, but do it today so that we kind of infuse that energy into it um, in, in a very positive way um, that that email or that voicemail or whatever will hold. Okay. I I would anticipate because everything that came up in the first card that I pulled, not the four for each of the individuals, but the first just look at the overall situation. <clears throat> um, everything there, all of the watery cards <laughs> um, are reversed. And so there's a sense that uh, you'll likely be employed after uh, this water sign. And we just entered into it, which is Scorpio. So which goes from two days ago to... Uh, roughly November 20th, um, you will likely be employed by December, if not earlier. Oh, wow. Um, wow. Okay. I'm just saying, well, because I won't last until that long, but okay. I just, <laughs> yeah. I literally need something within two weeks or I'm, I have no money. So I, I'm laughing not to cry because I don't know what to do anymore. Uh, well, especially the, the second and third places that you mentioned, those are very likely to be able to pan out quickly. Like I said, they're very immediately available. So I would put a lot of attention and energy towards pursuing those and really making those happen. Okay. Um I guess time will just tell the story as to what happens. <laughs> well, but but you doing that because so the Empress card, if it represents birth, you know, when we're giving birth, what do they tell you? I mean, when you're laying there on the table in labor, they're like push, right? They're telling you to push. So the Empress card says, now is the time to push because doing that is going to birth something into being. So especially that second one, I would put a lot of attention towards uh, going after that contract position. Um, you can continue to go after that third one as well, but I would say all you got to do is push, which means you just put the energy into that second one, and it's likely to, to come into being. Okay. Because if you're being told to push, it's not because you have three more months of pregnancy to go through. <laughs> it's because you're laying on a table and there's a baby that is coming out soon. <laughs> right. That's what the that's what the empress card would represent. It's telling you to push because this is ready to come into being as soon as you start pushing. So it it's right there ready to come into being. Okay. Any other questions for any of that? Um on that third one yeah that's very interesting because literally i interviewed back with them in july there's then in late august or so they had no clue what was going on the lady was going to give me feedback the job is still open plus i've applied for other jobs i keep calling them just to say is it no or is it yes because now with that particular company they won't even look at me for other jobs that they have until they figure it out. And it's just like, you got to be kidding me. And I, I'll go online to see if they've closed the job or 
you know, put on their status, um, not interested, basically. And nothing happened. So if, if that came, if that job came, I would just be shocked upon shock because I'm just literally, I just don't understand how you can't say I'm pending or I'm out. You know what I mean? Or you're hired. They, they it's just like crazy. So, uh, and and this is the one that I said was for the three of pentacles, right? The teamwork collaboration job. That was. Uh, is that the is that the one you're talking about, <clears throat> or are you talking yes, about? Yes. Okay. Yes. The so one. so one thing that one thing that that card can represent is it may have been very scattered and disorganized previously, and that now finally they're starting to get their act together. They're starting to get a team in place. People are starting to get onto the same page and are starting to all come together and work together towards, okay, we've got to figure out what to do about these positions that we have open, rather than everybody kind of saying, oh, I don't have time. Oh, I can't deal with that right now. Oh, you know, whatever. Um, so that may be why we're seeing that card and why it may feel like it contrasts to what you've experienced with them up to this point because they may finally be starting to get their act together, um, which is why it would come up as a very uh, positive prospect. Because, for example, some people may have a budget that they have to use to hire somebody before the end of the year. Otherwise, they're going to lose the money that they were budgeted for that because they didn't use it by the end of the year. So now they're getting their act together because it's like, oh, okay, hey, wait, we've only got a couple of months before the end of the year here, and we've still got to get these positions built. Otherwise, we're going to lose the budget we have for being able to hire somebody. So now they have to actually get down to work and start making it happen. So Um, it would be that kind of idea where they're starting to to at least – get on the same page and realize, okay, we have to do something. We have to make something happen rather than we keep putting it off or, or, you know, that kind of thing. So um, I, I would, I would still continue to um, be a bug in their ear about yeah, that. I just left a message this week with them, but I get nothing. And it it's, it's just discerning because this goes, like I said, back to July and it's just like, the one time I did finally speak to someone, it was just like, well, I'm talking to the hiring manager next week. I should know something by next week. I'll let you know. Of course, that didn't happen. Of course, I called. And it's just like, okay. And then what I find so rude, but I have no choice, if they called me tomorrow, they'll ring my phone off the hook until I call them back. And then it's just like, oh, can you come in tomorrow? Oh, can you do this? Et cetera. It's just like, there's no common courtesy, and I have no choice but to get over it. But it's just like, really, really, just tell me no. If it's no, if it, it, I can't make you hire me, but at least just let me know. Right. Well, so, yes, I don't, I and I'm just frustrated because I just, I, I've been, literally, like I said, if I don't get a check in two weeks, my house starts foreclosure. It, 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 it's desperate times for me. It, it really is. And it's um, not that I'm not trying, and that's the part. I was always the person that believed that if you try, 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 something will happen, and just keep pushing, like you said. And it's just I have pushed for years. I've been on and off work for almost seven years, and I've made it this far, but it's just like I'm tired, and I don't have 
the push in me. It's just like I almost give up. It's just basically like there is no more I can do now, and I'm okay because I know I tried, and I know whatever happens, I know I did my best, and and nobody can take that from me because everybody knows I busted my butt. I've exhausted all my money, every 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 everything, just trying to stay afloat. Well, that is, um, in a sense, that's that's very reflected here. I'm just going to validate for you that the Empress card here, especially, says that you have you have in no way not done something that you needed to do, and and I will say that Tuesday is a full moon in Taurus. So with that, Taurus is an earth sign as well. And a full moon can be when we are um, starting to see the results uh, come about from things that we have been putting effort and work into over a period of time. It's not an overnight thing. So um, the, the second job you mentioned I think would be really, really good for you and also is going to be one that's going to help It'll allow you to shine in what you're really good at, and other people will really see and be drawn to you for what it is that you're really capable of. So I think that contract position is extremely important to continue to reach out for. Um, And I would say that you probably will hear some positive information on Tuesday from someplace. So again, I would encourage you to, one, go ahead and send a note or leave a message of some sort today. And to, um, if you don't do that, to do that on Tuesday, or even if you do do that, to follow up on Tuesday, um, because I because Tuesday is probably going to be kind of a key day for you. Okay. Okay. Good. Thank you. And I'm so sorry. Um, no, that's I okay. I, I, it's it's it, it, it's completely understandable the frustration that you undoubtedly feel. Um, but uh, I, I don't think that you're going to have to be frustrated much longer because especially that st- second and third job seem very, very poised for helping to bring back a sense. Because anytime you have all that earth energy, there's a sense of bringing back a feeling of greater stability, like I'm on solid ground again, um, being able to stabilize and smooth things out, especially in the material realm, which includes things like money and um as well as other things, but since we were talking about that in particular. Um, so I think that those two jobs especially, but I think the contract one is is where I would really want you to be. Um, those two seem to really have a lot of promise and are likely to really uh, show some movement forward uh, by Tuesday. Okay. I'll look out for Tuesday. I'll send some emails out tonight. So I appreciate everything. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. And and good luck. And I know Thanks. don't don't give up. Okay. Thank you. All right. <clears throat> so let's see. I think we have one more caller. Oh, two more callers here. All right then. Um so the next one we're going to go to is I believe 
I was, I'm never quite sure. Either this is someone calling from a blocked number or it's someone calling from Skype. Um, Hi. Hello. It's what? Oh, well, hello, Skype. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's your name and where are you calling from? My name is Patty and I'm calling from New York. All right. Well, welcome, Patty. What is it that you would like for us to look at for you today? I'd like you to look at my relationship and kind of give me a little insight as to where you see this going. We've kind of had some up and down periods. All right. And is this a newish relationship? Is this a longer-term relationship? No, um, we were dating for uh, seven months and broke up in July and then kind of got back together in August and then are on a break again. So you're currently on a break? Right. Okay. So and of course you can always jump in with Questions, comments, or contradictions. Okay. <laughs> um, Happy to do that. <laughs> the card that comes up for the other person is the Seven of Cups. Now, sometimes the Seven of Cups can say that somebody kind of lives in a fantasy world <laughs> and they keep trying to, either they expect or they keep waiting for quote unquote real life to match or live up to their imaginary dream world, which probably it never will do. (laughs) So they may not make the best decisions about things because they always think, obviously this is, you know, it's like when somebody says um, it no longer feels like the, it feels like the honeymoon is over. And then they think that must mean we've fallen out of love and therefore we must break up because obviously if we're not feeling that way now, and of course it's only been, what, four months. But they're like, well, you know, it doesn't feel like it did the first day we met. Well, it's never going to feel that way. The Seven of Cups can be someone who tends to kind of, it's almost like they're the serial honeymoon phase (laughs) relationship person. Um, Mm -hmm. And Seven of Cups can also indicate they may be, it's like they're constantly looking around um, and can never make a real choice. Okay. They never seem to want to settle down. They always want to keep their options open. They're always kind of saying, well, but I wonder what that might have. And I wonder what that might have, Um, you know, so that can be a challenge, especially if you're feeling as if you're ready for something a little more serious, a little more, stable. Um, You're not just in it to date, but you want something that goes beyond that to a real relationship. They don't seem to be at that point yet. And that can create some rough waters, let us say. Right. So they were the one who uh, wanted something more serious. And then when I gave them that kind of backed off a little. So I don't know because because their their lip service mm-hmm. is not necessarily a reflection of how they really feel. So when they say they want something serious, they're saying that from kind of the the fog and the high of the honeymoon phase. Mhm. 
oh, I wish this could last forever. Oh, I, you know, I want this kind of relationship. Oh, I want it, you know. But when it starts to, to dissipate a bit and starts to become a real relationship and things start to get really serious and there's actually work to do in the relationship and now we're faced with what that really means, <laughs> mm-hmm. well, that isn't exactly what I was imagining it to be like. So they may say they want something more serious, but the Seven of Cups would tell me they're kind of still lost in a fantasy world of what that really means. And so their definition of serious relationship is not probably what other people might think of as a serious relationship. Hence the reason so, why they say that, but they keep looking around. So do you so you don't think we will um, resolve this? Well, I think it could be challenging until that person is actually willing to start getting serious about what a relationship actually means and the kind of work that a relationship takes rather than it's all fun and games all of the time. Mm-hmm. All well, I don't know when. Lost. I okay. mean, with, with the cards that are here, all hope isn't lost because the card for the relationship is the Five of Swords reversed. Now, Five of Swords traditionally would be like a, a divorce card. And reversing it says... Um, we're still in the fight or this is still something worth fighting for. That's followed by the three of swords reversed. And three of swords actually traditionally is the card of like heartbreak and breakup and loss, but it's reversed. So it also says we haven't necessarily had a final breakup. Um, And that's followed by the eight of wands, which says there's still somewhere to go with this. Now, Eight of Wands can be challenging just because it tends to be fast. So it can also mean that we go in and out of this quickly. It's like one day we're doing great and the next day we're breaking up. And then a few weeks will go by and all of a sudden they're like, let's get back together again. <laughs> you know, there's, there, it, it seems very, it, it's like lightning strikes. Um, and that isn't necessarily the way that you're going to build a solid relationship, but it can mm-hmm. be very exhilarating. Because, you know, what? It, think of what people say, that make-up sex is the best sex. And right. so we go back to that idea of getting off on the highs, but that isn't necessarily the reality of what makes a serious long-term relationship work. So, you know, and, and I'm talking more about the other person getting off on the highs, but not being able to really come out of that imaginary world and see this isn't how relationships work. <laughs> It's not about right. breakup and breakup, so you have great sex all the time. It's there, right. There's other factors that go into a more serious, stable relationship. So do you, is you, I guess my question is, do you see this person coming around in the near future? Uh, yes. The Eight of Wands, um, again, I would go back to the speed of that, would say that we'll probably hear from them. If I looked at this in a kind of a traditional way, I'd probably say within the next eight days, within the next week, <laughs> we could say. Um you know that that and it'll be kind of like all of a sudden. So I would anticipate that you will hear from them extremely soon. Okay, and then so your caution is that they still have to figure out reality. Right, because even though we are hearing from them and they're going to be like, oh, let's try this again. Oh, I don't want to really break up. Oh, you know, um, there's still this sense of they're kind of operating from that fantasy place rather than from a, a a real place. Right. So right. so just 
tread back in cautiously so that you can really kind of address that <laughs> and mm-hmm. and and make sure that they understand that and that that's where you need to operate from. Don't just rush back into the relationship thinking that they've had a change of heart, they've suddenly seen the light, they've, you know, come around and now they want to get back together, so I guess everything's going to be fine. Right. They're, they're still kind of in a fantasy space because um, the card that came up for you is temperance, which means you have to kind of be the voice of reason. <laughs> you have to kind of be that moderating voice here uh, or moderating presence. Um, so there, there's, there's potential in this relationship, but a lot of it's going to have to be whether this person is ready to actually do what they say they want, which right. is get serious and settle down into a, a real relationship or not. Um, and that's going to be very key. But I do think that you'll hear from them extremely soon, probably within the next week. Okay. Well, thank you. I appreciate your insight. You're welcome. Thanks for calling in. All right. All right. So let's see. That was that one. So I believe we have one more caller on the line. So I'm going to take a quick break um, because I need to go to the water so I'm not coughing in their ear. (laughs) Um, And when we come back, I'm going to go to someone calling from area code 917. So if you're calling from area code 917, be prepared because when we come back from this quick break, we are going to speak with you. When you find me free falling out of the sky And I'm spiraling out of control When I drop like a cannonball from cloud nine Just promise you won't let me go Say you'll catch me when I fall Wrap your wings around my body When I'm lost in the storm And I'm calling Wrap your wings around my body Listening to LIVE on air readings on Firefly Willows LIVE. Find out more at FireflyWillows.com. Will you catch me when I fall? Wrap your wings around my body when I'm lost in the storm and I'm calling.
And we are back. My name is Hi C. I'm one of the hosts here on Firefly Willows L-I-V-E. You can hear me on Revolution, the second Sundays of each month, and you can also hear me on the Amethyst Oracle on the second Tuesdays of each month. This is our monthly call-in show where you have a chance through the whole show to call in and receive a reading during the show live on the air. And we are going to go to our next caller and this is someone who is calling from area code 917. Are you there, caller in area code 917? Yes, good afternoon. Thank you so much for having your show. You're welcome. Thanks for calling in. What's your name and where are you calling from? Oh, you're brilliant. Uh, my name is Tina, and I'm calling from New Jersey. I just love the way you're breaking everything down. <laughs> well, well, thank you. Uh, what you're is it welcome. that you would like for us to look at for you today? I would like to look at my relationship with my amazing boyfriend, Sean. It's a new relationship, a long-term relationship? No, quite some time. Okay. Yeah. Well, it sounds like it must be going fairly well since you've already referred to him as amazing as a boyfriend. Okay. Yes, you're amazing too. You're an amazing reader. Yes, I see the good in everything. Well, that's nice to hear. That's a a nice yes, change sir. of pace from what we often come across in many people. <laughs> oh wow! Mm-hmm. All right. I see. Well, well, okay. Um, so we have some very nice cards here. Um, okay. I will say that the Five of Pentacles comes up and it does it may indicate um, that uh, there may be a little bit of a rough patch either currently going on or getting ready to happen. Okay. We don't necessarily have to panic about that. The key here with that card is, um, one, sometimes the Five of Pentacles is a card of codependency. So this can indicate that we need to make sure that we don't try to work through the situation by becoming either an enabler or an enabled, um, that we want to have actual real conversations rather than just wallow in misery. <laughs> um, five of Pentacles, sometimes it can be, uh, in a very literal sense, can be things related to job loss or difficulty, financial loss or difficulty, housing loss or difficulty. So there may be issue something around one of those issues that creates some tension in the relationship or just impacts the relationship um, either now or in the very near future. But everything here says not to panic because everything will sort itself out um, in, in a very nice way. So let's not let it become bigger than it needs to be or create more tension than needs to happen in the relationship around it. Um, Let's give a little bit of room and latitude to the person that's going through the difficulty rather than being on them about, well, you know, it's like if we were in a relationship with somebody that lost their job, instead of being on them every day about, you know, well, where'd you apply to? So what have you been doing? (laughs) It's like, you know, giving them a little bit of space so that they can just process what has happened and then, you know, figure out how they need to approach it. And also try to support them in looking for and finding something that's going to be really right for them rather than just a replacement for the job as quickly as possible Absolutely, uh, or, or the, or the housing or whatever it is. Um, but the cards that came up for the relationship. So for you, we have the nine of wands. 
For the boyfriend, we have the reversed judgment card. And for the relationship, we have the Ace of Pentacles. This tells us there's a little bit of work to be done to start moving the relationship to the next level. Uh, do you live together? Not yet. It may be time. Yeah. At least to start engaging in that conversation in a real way and yeah. coming up with a real plan and a real timeline. Um, because Aces, Ace of Pentacles says it's time for either a new cha a new phase or chapter of the relationship or it's time to renew something. Uh, so either it's time to, and Pentacles is the suit that represents like living environment, making something real, um, you know, moving it towards manifestation rather than just an idea or a conversation. Yeah. So it's time to move this relationship to whatever that next stage or chapter is of realness. Um, if it's been something that we've been talking about, it's time to make it real and make it happen. If it's something we haven't talked about, it's time to start making that conversation real and coming up with a real timeline, a real plan, rather than just some ephemeral, oh, we should live together someday, versus, you know, let's start talking about living together. And, you know, I think maybe we should be living together six months from now or whatever the timeline is that would seem right for you. Um, but it certainly is time for that in the relationship. Uh, nine of Wands for you can say that you may be a little bit exhausted from the energy that you put into the relationship. Usually that happens just because we feel as if we're putting a lot in, but maybe it's not being matched by what the other person is putting in or contributing to the relationship in some way. Um, some of that could be alleviated, for example, by moving in together. Because if it takes a lot of energy to like go see the person or however we have to travel there or making time to get together and the logistics for all of that and that kind of thing. Um, you know, or maybe we're just exhausted because that favorite shirt we like to wear is always over at their place. And it's like, oh, <laughs> I wish I had that shirt so I could wear it, but it's always at their place. Um, and yeah. we could, we could, you know, take that problem away if we were now sharing the same space. Because we yeah. wouldn't have to have like clothes split in two different places or that one favorite thing ends up being at the place that we're not kind of thing. So it, it, it's it's time for that to happen. Yeah, absolutely. The, um, and the judgment card reversed. Now, this could say that and this is where we could see the five of pentacles, because the judgment card reversed could say that he may be either making or getting ready to make a bad judgment call or not use some good discernment around something, which could create difficulty when it comes to that five of pentacles, when it comes to something financially related, work related, living related, etc. So um, like, or for example, we could see this as perhaps there have been, have there been conversations that you've had about moving in together yet? Yes, yes. So this this could be the bad judgment call, could be having had those conversations previously, and then he goes ahead and renews his lease on his apartment for another year, and you're like, well, <laughs> I guess we won't be moving in together for another year because it would be cost prohibitive to break the lease before the lease is up. So that would be the bad judgment caller not using good discernment because it's like he could have talked to me first about this because maybe he could have got a six-month lease and we can plan to move in together in six months. Or, you know, how does that impact 
our plans and our thoughts around moving in together versus him making that decision and then realizing maybe it wasn't the best decision because he didn't take all the factors into account. So it's time to to really have a real timeline in place so we understand what we're working with, when it's going to happen, how we need to make decisions moving forward in order to make that a reality within the scope of how we have d- talked about it and planned for it. Yeah. The so and when I said, you know, like maybe there will be some challenge or, or difficulty coming up either right now or in the very near future, but that's mitigated by the fact that the the final outcome card here is the temperance card. So there is that sense that everything seems to sort itself out and work itself out and we feel more optimistic we're at a better place. Um in the order of the cards in terms of like the major arcana, the card that would come before temperance is the death card, which is about letting go of something. That's why I was like, when we talk about like moving in together, it's the death of, it's letting go of some place that I've been living in order for us to live together. So there seems to be something happening right now that is about the need for putting behind us, letting go of something, bringing to an end something that has been existing so that something new can start to emerge and can start to move the relationship forward to the next step or next level in in a, in in a very kind of real way and the fact that ace of pentacles came up because pentacles is about like physical environment and that kind of thing makes me think it has to be about moving in together um blending our finances uh, you know, something in, in that kind of realm that is a very real indication that this relationship has reached a certain point and is now moving to the next stage. Oh, my God, you are brilliant. You're going to live long. That is so true. Uh, we met, well, we started talking six months ago. We grew up with each other when we had gone to elementary school together, but we reconnected, and um, within the first week, uh, like the first conversation, he's like, you're my wife. I'm like, oh, my God. But he was getting divorced. So I was like, wait a minute, hold on. But but then the first week he said, let's move in together. He said, you know, would you have another child? I mean, he talked about all of this immediately, and I pushed him back because of the divorce. So that's what you're talking about. He just uh, – He's just he just got divorced, and that's what you're saying. He wanted me to move into the place where they were living. So everything you're saying is 100% true. I'm changing careers, and that's what you're saying. The divorce, they just finalized it, and it was a little ugly because of the finances. They had businesses together, and they had money together. So that's what you're talking about. So, And he, he's very busy. Um, he, he's busy running his two businesses, so we really only get to see each other, you know, after he's finished. And then we have children, so you're right. It, it would be much better for us to live together and spend more time because we're really good parents. So we're like pulling time, you know, a little bit of time after we're with the children to come together. So, you, oh, my God, that was right on point. <laughs> well, so if you wanted a timeline, the first of all, the Ace of Pentacles would say at least not until the next Earth sign, which is Capricorn. So that would say you could start looking at maybe the beginning of the year yeah. to move in together. Um yeah. Uh, I'm. I worry that he is going to not make a good decision or judgment call. You know the the Knight of Wands. Uh, sorry, the 
page of wands in this deck. It's the sister. The the page of wands comes in here in the position of what's the challenge or obstacle. <laughs> so either that means it's literally about a child and there is, it would probably be, both of you have children, you said? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I, I have two, yes. I would anticipate it may be about his child and he may make a decision about something that isn't really a he's not using good judgment and discernment versus he's just reacting or giving in because oh. page of wands, especially in this particular position, can indicate kind of a <laughs> temperamental child, uh, a, um, a, a child who wants to get their way and is really good at screaming and yelling enough to get it? Uh, he has a sentence for Aries. Uh-huh. And he, plays, oh. he puts most of his energy into that child. That's what you're talking yes. about. He wants to, and, to go to the NBA. So he's uh, that child. Well, and Page of Wands is the card of Aries. So that probably tells okay. us that it is that child. Yes. My concern is that he's he's not going to make the best judgment call because he's making it trying to please or do what somebody else wants, mainly the child versus what might be best for him or for, like, say, your relationship. Yeah. Uh, so it would be like the money he could have for you to move in together, he suddenly decides to use to buy the, the child a car. And you're like, well, okay, okay that was stupid. <laughs> you did not uh -huh. need to go and do that for them. Um, you know, so, so you might just really just listen closely when you're having conversations. If you hear him talking about something he's thinking about doing, especially if it's related to the child, that would in some way create challenge for him. Like he's saying, well, I really want my son to have blah, 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 but I'm going to have to figure out how I'm going to afford it or whatever. Really pay attention to that because that's where he's probably going to make the wrong judgment call. It's okay. like he would put himself in debt in order to buy the son something rather than yeah. recognize maybe it's better not to do that right now. Yeah. Um, and that's what we oh. want to pay attention to because that's going to have a negative effect on your relationship if yeah. he does that. Okay. I understand that. Oh, that's awesome. Does he was he upset about me putting it off uh with me not moving in with him so fast? Because you were you were talking about um codependence in the beginning. I think I didn't really like the fact that he was getting a divorce and then wanted us to come together. He told me they've been separated for like a year, legally separated, and they live in different places. But I didn't like that because I've been single and abstinent for two years. So I didn't like that coming from one relationship going to another. Well, so the, the, nine, the, the nine of wands coming up for you next to the ace of pentacles says that you were certainly making the right decision in, okay. in insisting upon that. Even though yeah. it may have felt like it took a lot of energy and it was really hard to kind of stand by that decision, you know, yeah, or whatever. But yeah. it also says Nine of Wands is also a card that says we ultimately are able to accomplish what we wanted to, needed to, or were best for us. It took everything out of us. It may have been painful along the way, <laughs> but yeah. the goal was achieved. So, yeah. and the Ace of Pentacles being next to that says that it was worth doing it because it's what's going to make the relationship stronger okay. and you probably would have really jeopardized the strength and viability of the relationship had you given in to what he wanted right away 
Why was he moving so fast? Well, probably because, A, the reverse judgment card says he tends to not exercise the best judgment and discernment. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And um, B, the five of pentacles, that codependency would also come in and say he probably is not really good at not being in a relationship. Okay. Yeah, he always needs, that's true. He, he always needs somebody around, you know, oh. whether that's to validate him, if that's to, you know, do like be there to support him and do things for him or whatever it is. But it's just this, I can't be out of a relationship. I've got to have somebody around. I agree with that. But what do you, and why do you want to have a child so fast? I mean, our children are teenagers. He has a 15, 14, and 12 year old, and I have a 16 year old and 11 year old. But I mean, yeah, why did we want another baby Because going through a divorce for yeah. can can be can be a a blow to the ego. Oh. And being able to have a child, unfortunately in our society, being able to have a child is a way of showing a man's virility of being able to pass on their legacy, you know. And so when you feel as if you have been undermined or taken advantage of or you have have internalized feeling lesser than because you have failed in a relationship and you're going through a divorce, wow. then you do something to try to show to yourself and the world one more time that, look, I'm still a man. I'm still viable. I'm still virile. And the bad judgment that we see is he sees doing that by having a child. <laughs> yeah, okay. like, That's not the best way <laughs> to yeah. perhaps you know, reassure your own ego that you're still a quote-unquote man. And I hate using those kind of <laughs> phrases because I don't think there should be definitions for what it means to be a man and a woman and all of that. But yeah. our society says that, and I think that's what he's falling into the trap of here Aww. is – a lack of discernment to say that's not what makes you a man, that's not what makes you a good person, that's not what makes you a successful human being. Therefore, yeah. you don't have to do that just to show yourself in the world how much you're still able to do. <laughs> um, and and so that, to me, would be the reason why. Yeah. Oh, I Okay. I agree with that 100% because I was like, I'm a thinker. I'm a teacher. You know I get paid to think, so let me think. I was like, oh, my God, I probably hurt his feelings, but I don't know. Well, oh. it, wasn't, it wasn't really you that hurt his feelings. He, he, his ego was already, you know, struggling because of the divorce oh. situation and all of that. So that oh. it, was just, it was just more of that, that inner child desperately reaching out to do something to remind themselves of how viable and virile they still are. Yes. And fortunately, oh. they were doing that with someone who was more mature and willing to think things through and say, okay, that's not going to happen right now. Rather than someone who would see it as, oh, I better get pregnant with this person because that's the only way I'm going to keep them. Mm-mm. Oh, Okay. Um, so nine of awesome. one says we're glad you stuck to your guns. Thank you. And it will have been worth it, even though it was challenging and draining yeah. uh, to do so. And why did he get divorced? Does the car connect? Because he's really cool. He didn't tell me why he was was divorced. 
Well, sometimes things just don't work out. Okay. Uh, and the other thing I would say here is probably because someone or something didn't live up to expectation. This is another thing you'll also have to be careful of, though, because of that lack of discernment that he might have. Um, yes. There can be a tendency to put people and situations on a pedestal. Hmm. You know, you're my everything. Oh, this is going to be the perfect relationship. Oh, this is what I've been looking for all of my life. And nothing and no one can ever live up to that. Yeah. And ultimately, they're going to disappoint. So part of what may have happened with the divorce is that he had created a fantasy kind of situation. Yes. And when the person or the situation didn't live up to that, it was like, oh, then I guess I this isn't right for me. Now, I'm not saying that the other person didn't also play a part in that. Yeah. They may have also had their own fantasies, and when it didn't live up to the fantasy, they decided, oh, obviously this isn't going to work. But yeah. there, there seems to be this overabundance of expectations that are completely out of reach for any human being. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, but but we see that even in the things you said. I mean, to think that you know somebody who he has just met wants to have a baby with him. It's like, well, now mm-hmm. what? Okay, now that might be a bit of a reach there. <laughs> yeah. You may think that I'm the the fairy tale princess answer to all of your prayers, but that doesn't mean that we have a baby the day after we met. <laughs> you know? Okay. Oh God. Yes. So so I would say to really just be conscientious about that and really to just watch out for that. Pay attention yeah. to how how good or not his judgment is, how good or not his discernment is how he may tend to make bad decisions and bad judgment calls, especially wow. regarding his child. Um, and also just watch out for um, over-expectation, for unrealistic kind of fantasy images of who mm. he thinks you are or how he thinks the relationship should be. You know, it's like, oh, once I get out of my relationship, everything's going to be perfect in my life. Well, okay, not exactly. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Oh, that is awesome. So hopefully that helped a little bit. Absolutely. And how do we, you are amazing and brilliant. How do we reach you outside of this reading? Um, well, you can either visit my website, tarotbyhighc.net. Um, you can email me, highc at tarotbyhighc.net. Um, you can find me on Facebook. Just go to facebook.com slash <laughs> Uh So those would be the easiest. T-E-R- T E R R E L and then high H I G H C. Uh well no. So the the website is T A R O T. Oh okay Taro okay. And then by B Y. Yes. And then high C is my name H I C. Okay and it's like that on Facebook as well Taro by high C okay. Yeah either search Taro by high C on Facebook or you can just go Facebook dot com slash. Tarot High C, T A R O T H I C. And that'll Thank take you. you right to my page. Okay, your show is every Sunday at three o'clock? Uh well, so the the call in show like this one is the fourth Sunday of every month. Um okay. I do have other shows on the second Sunday and on the the second Tuesday of each month. 
Um, the Sunday shows are always at 10.30 Pacific time, 10.30, 11.30, 30, which is 1.30 Eastern time. Okay. Um, and and both of my shows, the one's called Revolution and the other one is called The Amethyst Historical. Both of those shows also have segments where people can call in for readings, um, but they have a lot of other things too. This one, which is all call-in, is the fourth Sunday of every month. Okay. And on Tuesday at what time? Uh, it's the second Tuesday at 8 o'clock Pacific time, which is p.m., which is 11 p.m. Eastern time. Thank you so much. You are welcome. Thanks for calling in. You're welcome. Have a great day. Bye. You too. Bye-bye. And that's going to bring us to the close of this month's show. Thank you to everybody who was listening and who called in. You can find out more about us at facebook.com slash fireflywillows. You can click subscribe there if you want to receive our emails in order to keep up with all of the shows, when they're going to air, what guests are going to be on, what topics are going to be talked about. And you can also listen to any of the previous shows um, here on our channel, either at blogtalk.com, well, blogtalkradio.com slash fireflywillowslive, or you can go to iTunes, just search Firefly Willows. You can find all of the shows there. My name is Hi C. As you heard, you can find me at tarotbyhic.net, or you can email me hic at tarotbyhic.net, or find me on Facebook, facebook.com slash tarothic. We will look forward to being with you again next week. The next show will be next Sunday, Healing Conversations with Mildred Lynn McDonald. I would encourage you to tune in for that. Thank you for listening. And have an amazing week. Thank you for joining us on today's Firefly Willows LIVE on-air readings broadcast. If you would like to receive a personal reading from one of our hosts, you may contact them by visiting fireflywillows.com slash live slash hosts. Thank you for joining us. This program was brought to you by Firefly Willows LIVE. We hope you enjoyed the show. This is Deb Caracella. Please join us next time on Firefly Willows L-I-V-E for Healing Conversations with Mildred Lynn McDonald, Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m.